Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 97 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor of the Porch Community Church, and I'm here as always with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs> it's going really good. We're not alone today. Nope. We are not alone. Justin Crenshaw. Oh. Hey, our student and worship pastor. Hey, Justin. Hey, Shannon and Josh. How's it going? <laughs> Did I do good, Josh? You did good. You have a good radio voice. That's a good one. I thought you were going to say he had a face for radio. You have a face for radio. You know that that old that terrible joke. (laughs) I resemble that remark. (laughs) I heard. I think I've heard our friend Bob Moon say that a few times. Yeah, he's got a face for radio. Oh, he was the he was the captain of the cheese jokes. (laughs) Yeah, we need to get Bob down here and get on on, uh, the podcast sometime. Wow. Well, so um, we have been doing this uh, companion series Mm -hmm. with with our podcast because. You know, when we first set this out, it was a companion series with what we were doing Sunday yep. morning. But then since then, we've gone in different directions and had different conversations about different things. And sometimes it's a companion. Sometimes it's not. It kind of just depends on where we go. Yep. But we are doing that with this um, series. And so um, <clears throat> we are in the, the book of Leviticus. Yep. And Justin preached this past Sunday on the priesthood. And he covered every everything possible that you could ever cover on it. And so there's really no need for this podcast today. So see you, bye. And that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've been taking these episodes. And I know for me, there's a whole section of my notes and such that I have as I'm working on my message that don't end up making it in the Sunday message. Mm-hmm. And I just drop them into another document as I'm working. And that ends up being kind of where we are on a for a podcast. So Justin's here today to kind of talk with us. And I'm sure there are a lot of things that you uh, wanted to get into on Sunday, or maybe you're still working on. And so it's not really message material because it's like it has giant question marks hanging over it in some way, but they're definitely podcast worthy. So mm-hmm. take us away, man. Oh man. <laughs> Can we just call this the rabbit hole um, uh, podcast? Uh, uh, yes. Leviticus edition. Yes. You know. But well, before we get into it, you know, I was I was watching this after your sermon and it was pretty fun to think to tie your message back to it. Um Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You know? Oh. Strange fire. Yeah, cuz well, there's a consuming fire that happens yep. and then yep. like the Ark of the Covenant which was in the Holy of Holies at yep. this time when we're talking about the temple. So yep. I mean, it, it, it tied pretty well to your message, actually. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg did a great job. Yeah. Uh, that imagery, yeah. Of using Bible context with the way they handled the Ark of the Covenant in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So well, He's Jewish. So, yeah. Say, yeah, he had a little background. A little background. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I do want to talk about some of these things. Fire being one of them. You mm-hmm. know, um, there's just this whole deal in the Bible about fire, you know, and, and the, the imagery of fire, figurative and literal, right? There's, yes. there's two, there are two different things there, but, um, what I kind of wanted to just start off with is just sort of the background of where we kind of went with the idea of the priesthood first, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of hitting that, you know, what was it, you know, we, why for, was it necessary? Why was it yeah. necessary? Yeah. What did it entail fully for the person mm-hmm. being being 
call the Set priest. Apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and it just was much more than my, in my, you know, my 12 year old self would have said, Oh, you get to wear fancy clothes <laughs> and you get to go in and you get to work in the temple. And you get to eat what people bring. Yeah, you get to eat what people bring <laughs> and you're special. Mm-hmm. And that's about all I thought about. Yeah, that's you know? yeah. important. And, and there's so, you're important, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and in our mind, that means we're self important. Mm-hmm. But like, there's so much more to that priesthood idea. So the first thing, that I realized maybe for, even for the first time, and, I, and I'm ashamed to say maybe for the first time is just how set apart the priests were. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. and, and honestly, you know, we're all, all three are, are, are in ministry, full-time ministry. And I thought to myself, mm, I yeah, I'm wow. With you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Do we live that we'll set apart? The, yeah, yeah, that set yeah. apart. But the whole deal of Aaron and his sons mm-hmm. in, mm. in in chapter seven and eight, especially uh, the the idea of them being completely set apart. Mm-hmm. Well, the tribe of Levi first, right? Which was like what our good the good Doctor Tim Mackey would say would be like the circle within the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there are, you had the, all the, the yes. tribes, yep. and then you had one tribe in the middle that served as like an inner circle mm-hmm. that they were all set apart. And then within that were Aaron and his sons. Mm-hmm. And I thought about this whole priesthood of like, why did God cho- chose, choose them? Because Aaron has already messed up. Yeah. In Exodus <laughs> just 19, a, just 20, a little bit. 21, he's already really messed up. And and you go okay, so it's not on the basis of merit. No, but but you know, I mean, you know, Aaron, having been given this responsibility after sinning the way he did, mm-hmm. um, I, it's just it is a it's another redemption story. Yeah, it folded in here. Doesn't it give you, you an see? idea into God's character a His, little bit too? Oh, Without a doubt, like, his grace, okay, his you, grace, you know, his grace is great. One more chance, one more chance, one more chance. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Um, just get your. I want to get y'all's thoughts first and foremost about the 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 heaviness of the weight of the priesthood for a second, right? Because mm-hmm. I I've, I've thought about this for the last week or two, just the the set apart nature mm-hmm. of the priesthood. Mm-hmm. Like, we already know that. Prior to Moses being chosen, uh, Aaron, Moses was kind of the guy up mm-hmm. on Sinai, right? Yep. And he failed. Yep. yep. And then Aaron failed, and yet <laughs> God God goes down the line. He says, okay, Aaron, you're mm-hmm. the guy. I wonder. Sometimes the, the, the side question was, I wonder if it was, you know, if God said, well, at first it was Mo- Moses was supposed to be the guy. Because he was the guy, the liberator, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but he chooses He's his like, brother I, yep. Aaron, for some reason, and yep. his sons, mm-hmm. right? So, let's talk about first the set apart nature of the priesthood, like in the Levitical law. Like, what did what did that entail? It, more than fancy clothes, more than mm-hmm. you know, given responsibility. Kind of the the holy, the high and holy nature of of the priest, and what mm-hmm. why God why did God choose a human mm-hmm. representative like that? So yeah. first and foremost, I don't know, thoughts, Shane? 
Uh, well, I think my first thought, I would not say is high and holy nature. It's more of a human nature thought I had. And I had it on Sunday when we were talking about it was, can you imagine being that, uh, 12 year old boy, I guess, you know, that age of, you know, coming of age of accountability or whatever that is in the tribe of Levi and Mm -hmm. realizes, oh crap, this is my, this is my life that I'm about to live into. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. Some were probably really stoked, and they might have had that same mentality you had, Justin, of I get to wear the fancy robes, and I get to do this, and I get to do that, and people will see me different. But you know that there were some who were petrified of the, of the call, of, the, of, the, of their set-apartness that they were born into. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I th- and I think what's, what you find in there is uh, an awe, I hope, of God, um, a, a fear of the Lord, a healthy fear of the Lord, um, which I think we should all have, you know, and that's the thing with Leviticus is that so many laws were done away with so many law because they were fulfilled. Um, some laws that we find in, in Leviticus have been fulfilled, but they still carry through the cross like mm-hmm. we talked about. And so part, some of that, that fear of the Lord, that being set apart, not as people with pastor in front of their name but as people with christian Mm. on their name um those things carry through the cross Mm. and so um you know we a a lot of people and 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 i'm i'm probably am guilty of this you know will say that you know maybe we talk too much about grace but i i can't read anything in the old testament without seeing god's grace Mm. Uh, i'm rambling on this but um i just i kept seeing like what a heavy, weighty uh, calling that is, or, or to be born into, which is a calling, but, um, and how that had to be really difficult. But it does carry through the cross, and it is for all of God's people because we're a priesthood. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so anyway, that's, that's kind of my thoughts. Well, just like we talked about Sunday, the practices of Leviticus, most mm-hmm. of them— are not don't apply to us but the principle still applies right mm-hmm. yeah. and god has not changed mm-hmm. now his the, the way he his mm-hmm. his his redemption plan has been altered since jesus arrived right we know yeah. that obviously yeah. but he's the same god he was and there's still um you know i think what we do talk about grace a lot but i to me grace it isn't as amazing <laughs> If we don't talk about having a healthy fear and honor of mm-hmm. what of, of who God is and mm-hmm. what He is capable of, yes. mm-hmm. like because of the 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 hatred, hatred is not even the strong enough word for sin yeah. and the weight of sin that it carries, yeah. mm-hmm. and which will will lead to Aaron's two sons and what they did, yeah, in chapter yep. chapter ten when they throw in their own. Hey, I got an idea. Right. Let's do our own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. What about you, Josh? You know, um, this is actually the first time I've read Leviticus with the thought process of grace. Mm. So it's a different kind of reading for me. Like, I'd never even thought about God using Aaron after the whole cow incident. By the way, I was the guy that mooed on Sunday. Mm. That was great. It was great timing. <laughs> but um, I hear that move. Yeah. But that, that was... <laughs> Sorry. But this is the first time I've read it with with the um, even the aspect of grace redemption Mm. you know so i never even thought about god using aaron after the fact i just well aaron's there so god's going to use him 
Like, did, mm, I'll take you yeah, right yeah, there. I'll, yeah. I'll choose like, you. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is because he's Moses' brother. Like yeah. that's why I thought he, he talks got better. No, yeah. I mean <laughs> he talks better. But but that's you talk good. Stutter. You talk good. I'm gonna use you. But yeah, that was kind of like one of the things that you know defaulted brain. Mm-hmm. Why Aaron got picked? He was he was kind of a leader of the Jews before they left mm-hmm. is uh, Egypt, and then he's Moses' brother, who's the guy that's main in charge, and he's probably. I don't know. You know, he was a better speaker because isn't there something about Moses having a He did speech have impediment? a speech impediment of some kind. We don't know exactly He needed exactly an SLP what. like yeah, Alice yeah. and Crenshaw. That's right. So, so like, <laughs> ipso de facto, it's it's Aaron, yeah. you know? like. Yeah. But then not even thinking about the redemption as, mm. of God using someone after they screwed up aspect. And, and God choosing someone knowing they will screw up. Yes. I mean, choosing yeah. the yeah. sons knowing that he, they would die. I mean, in this post. I mean, like, yeah. but the thing that got me was, in my study, was the hyperlink to Aaron and Jesus. Uh, you know, the, the, yeah. the n- not him being a, almost like a, a, the, the human representative, mm-hmm. the go-between between man and God. The mediator. Well, yeah, the that's mediator. What, yeah, that's what yeah. the high priest... Yeah, yeah the... You know him being a not a Christ figure. That's no, not, no, no. But like a priest figure. A I priest mean, he figure. Was, he was yeah. the literal and, go-between. But the first, he was the high priest. Yeah, he, the first high priest, and Jesus ended up being the last. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so that whole the, the parallel there. Yeah. But like the high calling of that, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is you, know, you can't Perfection. do what everyone else does. Sorry, well, you can't. Sorry, no. your yeah. life the way you, as you knew it is over. Like you, they can live the way they live, right? But if you right. live the way they live, and then you walk into my place, I'm yeah. dead. You, you kind of wanted did. to get into that too, a little bit with yeah. you guys, like yeah. the whole that whole nature of being set apart. And yeah, that. and it's you know just this morning I'm working finalizing the my thoughts for the Sunday's message, and we're getting into uh, the the clean and unclean, and the food laws, and the 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 body you know all you know human stuff you know disease and all that stuff and like just clean and unclean and how um it's just there's this if you're not clean you don't go before the lord because if you do you you die yeah and and it's 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 a strange thing because what i'm learning is it's not that god goes ooh you're unclean i'm going to kill you now it's mm. that in the state of uncleanliness, you cannot be in the presence of a holy God, which really changes that that mindset. Yep. Uh, it's not that he's over there like flicking you, you know, like you're a you know a bug, and he's trying to get you out of here. It's like you can't, it, can't. you cannot like be imper- in his presence. No, the yeah. imperfection in you causes <laughs> cannot be there. Yeah. And to me, like what hit me as I was preaching on Sunday, even like at in the moment, it hit me that we take the presence of God for granted. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, and so we waltz in. Yeah, we, yeah. I, I the, like the when presence you said that, yeah. of God has become mm-hmm. a birthright, not a privilege. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, the top of that box mm-hmm. in the middle of that, in the small room of that that tabernacle, mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, and how no one. But one one person could enter, and even if they entered in wrong, mm-hmm. they had permission. And if they did something wrong, they were dead on the spot. And it wasn't that God's cruel; it's that He's God. Like it's and that the, God chose you know, to limit Himself and put Himself limit, in that small, balled Himself up, 
and yeah. like literally shrouded himself just enough so it wouldn't kill everyone inside. Yeah, yeah. Just well, and that's what we talked about a few humans. weeks ago. Yeah. It was like, you know, when Moses is, you know, going, show me your glory. And he's like, all right, I'm going to set you back in this crack here. Get behind this, this big rock. rock and and, a, and a, my glory will pass by. He didn't say I will pass by. He said my glory will pass by. It's like and, he swung his, like, cloak or something. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, and what was the thing we were saying is like, that in the presence of a holy God, and this is this is just my weird brain, like, my... Like the the molecules in my body want to worship him, mm. Mm. I would just poof, just combust. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> and uh, he chose to limit himself and put himself in yeah. that small little place, yeah. in that in that ark, in that small area of the tent of meeting and and the holy and of Psalm, holies. Psalm twenty four. Who who can stand? <laughs> who, who can who can go up the mountain? Like the only only who I choose mm-hmm. deem fit to go mm-hmm. up the mountain which none of us really are fit he mm-hmm. just he choose he deems it so yeah even through christ even yeah. through jesus we've been deemed fit to yeah. ascend the mountain so to speak and be in god's presence just because jesus decided yeah and i know. and i think for me what is very very important is the connection the close i i need to keep this connection before me between god's immense grace and his unfathomable glory. Mm, mm-hmm. Because if I'm just running on grace, then I, it's like a, a license, like just do your thing, yeah. just, just go and do, you know, whatever. But l- grace in light of his glory, mm. <laughs> you, mm. you don't you don't take that lightly. Yeah. No, you know? don't. And and the the hope, I would I would hope in the in the, those who were functioning as the priests, um, saw I mean they saw that i mean mm-hmm. um and and that they saw it as it was a privilege because god's holy it wasn't a burden because you know they've got to keep all these rules yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, i did have the thought that you know of course i'm sure in the early stages the the practice drives the principle but eventually but but when jesus came it flipped the, mm-hmm. that flipped for up uh, for all of us and it was about the principle, principle and the practice might show up it might not yes it might but it ought to you know what i mean well, like, right and it would depend like, on some of the things like the right. food laws it, yeah. now it's it's not about what you eat it's about honoring the yeah. god who gave you the food but for eat. us the practice would be honoring Thank god with Lord. our lives that's right yeah. that's right. right that's right the principle of just god's grace his hatred for sin mm-hmm. the heavy weight of sin and the price the heavy price paid mm-hmm. yeah is the principle that drives the practice now for us instead you're, of the other way around yeah you're not set apart because of the tribe you're born in you're set apart because of the following jesus no doubt mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, there, and there's no what is it no grandfather clause no grandfather yeah. clause yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and the practices back then were really to gain Mm-hmm. Atonement, yes. Mm-hmm. But the atonement for, for us a has time. been for, for a, a time, for a time, for a limited time, then, limited time only. Get your atonement here, <laughs> and then the atonement <laughs> gained for us, yes, for all time, all the mm. all the other for stuff all time. that comes that they were working hard towards. We get to live into because of atonement that was already there, and so and we take it for granted. And, and we take so granted our worship time. should be even more. Oh man, <laughs> shouldn't it? Well, I mean, we're, I mean, we. 
Yeah. For for us, like for me, worship is too faceted. Mm, well, it's yeah. multifaceted. One is the gratitude. Obviously, yeah. I think I think worship can't happen. I say this a lot. Worship doesn't happen without gratitude, mm-hmm. a grateful heart. Mm-hmm. But also, worship happens out of a fear and reverence for God as that, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there are two things to it. They're both the same, but they're different. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I I kind of wanted to get into. I know this is like you're. Both of you guys, we, we all, three, three of us come from different backgrounds, but let's talk about God's wrath for a second. And mm, like, okay. the, the, I know, the, cons- the, the consuming fire. The consuming I understand that fire. concept. Well, and to me, I'll start with this. When I, when I growing up in my background, mm-hmm. the, what I thought of when I thought of the word wrath was rage. Which is why I went, okay. It's, it's that's what you think of. But it's not rage. It's really not rage at all. Like God is still a loving God, but he cannot and he will not yeah. tolerate sin. Like yeah. he cannot it, it's not in his nature. So he has to destroy it and anything connected with it. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that and going into the Aaron's mm-hmm. sons here in a second, but yeah. like Josh. The the one thing I always understood God's wrath as, it was never like a, you know when we're all parents now. And, and I have the youngest kids, but you know how when your kids do something and it's like a jerk, knee jerk react, like a knee jerk punishment, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's not how God's wrath was explained to me. God's wrath is explained to me. Like you did something bad and your dad says, go sit in your room. I'll be with you in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the punishment is, is just like, can be a gambit, right? right. The but punishment could be. I love you, yeah. and because yeah. I love you, yeah. these are the consequences. But either way, it's justice, right? It's, just, it's justice. It's, it's, it's not, either way. It's not reaction. No. It's justice. That's right. For, for the, and with God, it's justice for the sins that, right. that we have done. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not an instant reaction. No, it is a, it is a justice reaction yeah. Yeah. to pay for what we've done. Here's what I think of when I think of wrath. Con! <laughs> God! You gotta hold it out really about three, three more seconds. Con! I think of the wrath of Con. Never Chris seen Chris Star Pine Trek. did a good job with that when they remade that. He did, the... he did. Con! Yeah, he had like the vein popping yeah. on. I've, I've not seen one second of Star Trek. It's Star Trek, not track, first of all. I had a Star and... Trek phone. <laughs> My brother had a lunchbox, but anyway. Okay, so... <laughs> We digress. I take us on down the path because of so digression. I had a question just into the weeds a little bit. And I know this is like. We live in the weeds okay. in the, on this so, podcast. So. so wrath. Like for me, like a, we're, there's a general sense of, you know, obviously wrath, the, the, the full wrath of God was poured out on Jesus on, yes. on the cross. The full, Which the full on. I, I don't how. What? How right? How he was first. the only one. What does that look? I mean, right? He was the only one that could handle it. Handle it caused a solar eclipse. Yeah, but I, but he, theological question. I wonder. I go back and forth on this. Did it empty the tank of God's wrath, or is wrath still a thing? Not rage, but is obviously God has not changed. Like yeah. so, so there's a. This is this is definitely getting into the weasel. I'm just curious to, to know your y'all's thoughts on this because God is still a God of justice and He still hates sin, mm-hmm. and yet the, maybe the final consequence of the wrath of God yes. has been taken care of. 
And yet there's still the day-to-day dealing with sin in our own life mm-hmm. from God's standpoint. Maybe wrath is not the right word, but mm-hmm. so get, give me your thoughts. Just mm. d- jump into the I don't the know weekend. where I land I exactly either. like dispensationally, you know, uh, the well, whole rapture yeah. and pre-rapture right. and all this stuff, post-trib, pre-trib. Yep. Yep. Um, That's I, a podcast for another I day. Know that the, I know that Jesus is going to return. Um, yep. Are we long gone? Does the I, you know all right. those things? I yep. left. I read the Left Behind book, so I, I, I I'm you know I've been kind of you know, you know where Kurt Cameron is. <laughs> yeah, um, but shout out to Kurt. I I would say that this is just off the cuff. Like I, I like how you say like the, the wrath. Um, the final the the wrath that could have been has been covered through Jesus, but there will be a wrath that is made known to those who do not call on yes, the name. Yes, right, uh, right, right. He took and the, the consequences, punishment. like you said, still exist. They exist, yeah. He took the punishment, yeah. but only for if we... Choose. Put our trust in yeah. Christ, you know, that, mm-hmm. that yeah. ultimately, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. And so that, you know, that needs to be made really clear to, to, to folks everywhere. And yet we have to, in our day and age, it's like you don't go around just talking about God's wrath all the time. But right. it is, right. it, you do talk, you do lead with grace. Mm-hmm. You do, but grace and but truth. It, it comes with that. Yeah, it's like, but mm-hmm. it's got to be coupled with, this grace comes from a God who does not have to be gracious. He doesn't have to be. And oh, we man. could disintegrate yep. by our sin before him if he so choose. Yeah, if chose. he so chose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus. Yeah, but Jesus. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. Josh? I would say the tank's definitely not empty, but I would say, like, the change of atonement with the cross has changed. I think the the wrath has changed, you know, yeah. with that. I think yeah. Jesus took the physical manifestation on most of the wrath yeah. that, that we would suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what you, what do you guys think about? Okay. So when you think about God being a holy God and we are unholy and we're, we don't deserve obviously what he grace, we, we've got grace and we didn't deserve it. But yeah. like, so, for me, like the more I understand, like like wrath of God, like it doesn't, it's not a, it's not a scare me thing. It's a, oh my gosh, I'm before a holy God. Yes. And what what I do instinctively is I hit my knees, so to speak. Maybe maybe not literally, but figuratively, mm-hmm. I'm on my knees, like because God, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You you don't owe me a thing. Mm-hmm. And yet you did everything to come near, like in the, in, in Leviticus, you know, God put himself in a, in a spot where humans could come near. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he did come near, but Jesus came near like right. all the way. I think about mm-hmm. one of the first books I read as a new Christian was Max Lucado. God came near. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. think about, yeah. there were little sections in there where it just, I'd never heard it said like that, that mm-hmm. God came all the way to us mm-hmm. in not in a way that he did not do in the, in the old testament mm-hmm. and so wrath wrath for me is god just being a just god he can't be anything other than that right it's not 
it's not a, a, t- a tantrum. It's mm-hmm. not a mm-hmm. it's not a rage thing. It's it's uh, and and I as a father have experienced this a little bit with my son. A little picture of that, like I know I have to um, correct my son. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's older now, and there's a lot less correcting to do. Well, there's correcting all the other <laughs> there's things. There's other ways to correct. Yeah, but when he was yeah. younger, yeah. it was like there was nothing. I mean, I, I did were times where I could I had to like slow down because I was really angry and I had to back away from it for a second mm-hmm. before I administered yeah. the punishment yeah mm-hmm. absolutely because where i'm human and i'm flawed i can't separate the, wrath yeah. from rage yeah but god his wrath is a justice mm-hmm. is a holy yeah, yeah. Well, and, indignation towards yes. sin not the person who is mm-hmm. sinning yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah. and so i have to separate that for myself you know like god is going to have justice either way right and i think and it might just be me and my brain but when we say justice, it's all to in our English and our vernacular, it's a limited word. Yeah, but, but it's true though. So I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not debating that mm-hmm. at all. But it's like God won't have anything to do with sin. It is a justice issue, but it's a it's it's a holy justice. Yeah, like it's, it is. And I really don't know. I, I know there's someone that is a bajillion times smarter than me. Many 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 people who are who have written about this in a way that is is easy to take in. But like. The fact that an unholy, unclean being cannot be in the presence of a holy God. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just, yeah, I, I know. I, I'm, without a go-between. This is, this is a horrible, mm-hmm. With, yeah. like, horrible no, uh, podcast. No, 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 stuff. no it's I'm, great like, because without a go-between, we without can't. Without it. Yeah. But We've got to have a yeah. mediator. Yeah. And, and you, going back way back to your question is... Um, you know, I, I, when I read the Old Testament, it, it are, they are all of these, um, as you, hyperlinks, you know, all these arrows pointing to a Messiah, to a Savior, who we know to be Jesus. Um, and they're all throughout the Old Testament. And it, it was, it was the best of, it was the best of what, for whatever reason, those are those things we don't know. Why did God institute the Levitical law in Leviticus and not bring Jesus then I don't know I do not know yeah. Um, yeah. other than to I don't know I don't know that uh, answer. part part of me feels like almost like the pre the institution of the priesthood was I mean obviously it was to set up Jesus coming in yeah. the long run but like in the short run mm-hmm. maybe to show the failure mm, uh, of, the, of, of humanity to, the need to, for even, savior. to yeah. even be able to be the representative mm-hmm. like God yeah God setting the office up mm-hmm. and choosing Aaron mm-hmm. in in spite of failure, but also to teach through the failure of of Ooh. Aaron and his sons. Yeah, this that, isn't that no work. human can be the Nobody. real high priest. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. And and almost like the law, the law par- partially why it was given just to prove we could not keep it. Yep. So yep. even the priesthood, yeah. that office to me is even part of that mm-hmm. to yep. show that it couldn't really be done and, and, effectively and his work and his and his holiness and his justice is so great that it took centuries to set mm-hmm. this up mm-hmm. yeah it took centuries in our in the human world to set up this teaching yeah mm-hmm. yep <laughs> this isn't gonna work let me show you why yeah for the next thousand couple thousand yeah years. yeah a thousand years yeah. yeah and we're still trying to figure it out so. yeah yeah mm-hmm 
All right, wow. so I want to get to this consuming fire thing. Yes. Can we get to this? Yeah. This is, this is oh, so good. I've never thought about this before. It is, yeah. Ever. Okay, so let's let's talk first about the two rogue sons of Aaron, mm-hmm. Nadab and Abihu. Yeah, I think that's the way you pronounce them. Okay. God bless you. So Yeah, Abihu. <laughs> so on the day that they were ordained or set apart, it's Aaron and then his two sons. Mm-hmm. They are kind of the lesser, the two lesser priests. Mm-hmm. They're under Aaron's authority, and they were given all these instructions. Um, even going back to Exodus 19 and 20, when God warns yep. Moses and then by proxy the people that you you have to get yourself clean. Yes. Right? Before you can even approach the mountain. Yeah. Right? And there's this perimeter. Don't even think about There's this it. security fence around the mountain that if you cross that border, you're done. Yep. yep. And so God comes in a little tighter into the temple of the tabernacle, and he balls himself up. And it's a terrible, it's a terrible, theologically speaking, it's terrible. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's the only way I can describe it. God's it's the only way we can understand limiting it. himself to the, to the lid of a box just to be near humans, just to, to give them access, you know. Um, so he's there. Mm. They go in, and all we know is is they violate some rules. And what we, they say is unauthorized fire is what, mm-hmm. is what Scripture says. They take the, the, uh, the censers, and they put incense, and they put fire in it. But it was, we don't know exactly what they did wrong. That's the thing that 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 puzzles me. We're not sure exactly what rule they broke. Mm-hmm. It just says unauthorized fire. Yeah, that was one thing that I was thinking about after your sermon. Was all fire that was used in religious ceremonies at that time, did that come from sky fire, basically? I don't know. I'm reading here. And see, like that... Well, because let's talk about the nature of fire for a yeah, minute. And that, yeah. that kind of makes me wonder what unauthorized fire would be you know i'm reading here in in my in my study bible and and it says the incense pans are used to carry incense that has been heaped on burning coals from the altar the text does not identify the source of the coals or the incense but the brothers are denying that the lord has spoken only to moses and their acts are unholy and public Mm. so i mean it really could have been anything yeah but it was again. It goes back to the heart matter. Yeah. Of right. It's the principle of the matter. And if we want to talk about grace, here for a minute. Uh, well, first of all, don't. Did they not? Were they not around when Aaron said, "Hey, everyone, give me your gold and let me make a golden calf while Moses has been away"? I know it's been like ninety days or something. So let's, you know, like <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> right. Unra- unauthorized I mean, I, fire. Yeah. I, anyway. Okay, so the nature of fire for a second. Okay, so we know what physical fire is. Mm-hmm. It's it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's also good. It, yes, because it destroys warmth. things, but it also is a, has a resurrecting yeah. uh, nature Purifying. to it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it purifies things as it burns, as it destroys, and what's left after the, we used to we used to burn our land yep. growing up. Yeah, yeah, because we lived the on stuff like would grow three better. Acres. Yep. Yeah, and we would burn it off once a year. Yep. Um, around this time, actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when spring comes, it grows back greener, better. And better, more beautiful. And I thought about that. The ashes as I was, of fertilizer. Yes, yes. So, like the purifying nature of fire, but also the danger of fire, mm-hmm. and how almost there's a very spiritual element to God. Why did God create fire? 
to hmm. destroy and to to resurrect to 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 replenish and to purify and to bring back to life really mm-hmm. is the nature of physical fire. Mm-hmm. And so there's a spiritual nature to it as well. Mm. Like why God chose that vehicle to in the temple, especially mm-hmm. like, and so wow. the consuming nature, we talked about this, how cool it is. Like the way that the consuming fire is described when they put the stuff on the altar, um, all the stuff, all the, the animals and the food and all the things that they were supposed to bring and then the fire shoots out and consumes it. Mm. It nom the, nom. the the word <laughs> is uh, refers to consuming as in eating yeah, food. That's and that's where I was like, what? Hang on a minute. I mean, I've always you know, heard and said, you know, oh, the fire consumed this or whatever, but I never in you know, isn't I'm that just, great? maybe I'm just dumb, no, but I was like I never thought about it like that. Yeah, isn't it great because like for me, I I I didn't until about a month ago, I'd never even, mm-hmm. that, that concept never crossed my mind. And I heard someone mention it mm. that, you know, that God ate the, the food, the offering and was satisfied by it. Mm-hmm. That was the representation of the fire consuming, mm-hmm. eating up that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by contrast, the fire consuming the two sons and killing them on the spot for, for violating the strict rules of mm-hmm. being set apart as priest not just what they did, but who they were supposed to be. And they failed in that office. You know what I mean? That yeah. there's two aspects to that. Mm-hmm. The, on, at, at for, you know, on the surface, I think when most Christians read this, Shannon, I think they think, well, that's cruel. Oh yeah. The punishment does not fit the crime. Yeah, it does. But it's, if it, you understand the holiness yeah. of God, it, Yes, it does fit the crime. Yeah, and if you go back to Exodus and all the rules and all the warnings, God gave warning after warning after warning. Like Mm -hmm. you have stepped into covenant with me. Like you, it's an unbreakable bond. Mm -hmm. Like, and then the priests are even at a higher level of covenant with God. Like they they're on another level than even the people. Yeah. Right. So there they are, and they. I I think it's funny though. It's humorous to me. Um, and it's and yet it's serious at the same time. What what God says to Aaron after his two sons die? Have y'all have you, did y'all see this? Have y'all ever noticed this? He 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 makes he says I give you another command. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, he says in verse eight. Then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting or you will die. I'm wondering if they they were drunk. If they were a little tipsy. Lit. Yeah. Mm. As the kids say. (laughs) (laughs) I just just wonder, and it's kind of humorous, and yet Mm -hmm. he says, the first thing he says, okay, no more wine. Before Mm. you go into the (laughs) tent of meeting, you can't get drunk. Because I wonder if it, hey, I got I, an idea. That's exactly <laughs> unauthorized. Right. Yes, exactly, let's go yes. burn this up right now. Yes, and I can't take credit because I think um, it was uh, Tim Mackey, of course, yeah. that mentioned they were him and John Collins were just kind of chuckling about it. Said, "I wonder if they just got drunk. They probably were and went in there and just said to heck with it. We'll do I got what we a better want. idea. I got a better idea. Here, and hold God, my beer. <laughs> hold my beer, and we apologize. Like, and then, Lord, I apologize. Like, and then." The fire consumes them too. Oh dear! Yeah, 
I think I, I think that's. A and really they had to drag their bodies out because it has made yeah. the, the place, the holy place, unclean. Yep. Because dead bodies are in there now. So cool. Then you got to redo all this stuff. Yep. Mm. So anyway, mm. anyway, thoughts on the consuming fire? Anyone? It, it I, just go ahead. Go ahead. I wonder if like even with God killing Aaron's two sons, I wonder if it was even like an act of mercy towards those two sons. You know, because like outside of, you know, is was that the atonement for what they screwed up for? Mm. Um, I know it, it was certainly a consequence. Yeah, but I think it's more interesting than that. Josh is how Aaron responded. Like he didn't. He it's, by all accounts he didn't mourn, and he was told not to mourn. He was told not to mourn his sons, yeah. because he had he had forfeited what normal people do. Yeah, normal people get to mourn. Get lay on the ground if if i'm telling you i you had to put me in a padded oh, room yeah but yeah. moses his brother looks at him and says you're not to mourn mm-hmm. take him outside the city walls or whatever he said yeah i'm, I'm like paraphrasing their tunics and pull take them out. By, yank them out yeah. of there drag them out of the city out of mm-hmm. the walls and don't mourn them forget about them mm. mm-hmm. and i thought to myself wow that still and and still on the surface you go that's cruel but if you understand God's nature and his justice, it's not cruel at all. Like God can again, God can do whatever he wants. We are at his mercy. Therefore, I lower I put myself at a low place and go, God, you are God and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's where worship comes from, v, in my not opinion. Thee not me. Thee not me. And that's where <laughs> my strongest worship comes from, Shannon, is mm. understanding the gap between me and God. But Jesus bridging that gap, the mercy in that, I go, Thank praise you. God. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think you're bringing up uh a point that someone probably not listening to this podcast would go. So why willingly worship a God that does that, a God that you're afraid of? Yeah, I don't, I'm not afraid of God. I have a healthy fear of of who God is and what he's capable of. So explain like having a fear of God, but also willing to worship God. Because if you think about it, you're not willing to worship anything you're, you have a fear of. Yeah. Well, for me personally, knowing Jesus like I do and and have a relationship with him and reading his words and seeing how he interacted with people and, of of course, what he did on the cross, the the finality of that Mm -hmm. takes away any kind of, you know, fear as in trepidation Mm -hmm. towards God, Mm -hmm. right? And, in in fact, in Hebrews 4, it says to approach God. God mm-hmm. bold approach the throne. You can you yeah. can now approach, can approach without mm-hmm. fear, yeah. and that's another kind of fear. But like for for me, I just I, I think about fear being honor honoring God. I'm, I'm I am not worthy to be in His presence. Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. kind of deal. I think grace uh, cast out fear. In, in in what you're fear talking about, fear what we understand fear fear as, as fear as in mm-hmm. uh, I am I'm deathly afraid of God. Yeah, right. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, to me, that grace expels that. Mm-hmm. Without Jesus, we're all afraid of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Without yeah. Jesus yeah. coming, did what He did. We're all in the same boat, going, "Wow." You know, I think that's the way to maybe that's the way mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I th- I think the 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 deeper question that you raise, Josh, is uh, as finite beings trying to ask a question that is is answered by an infinite mm-hmm. being. Yes. Um, 
you know, I would, I don't know how exactly I would answer that except to say um, the fear that someone would feel of, of, a, of a God that seems to be mm-hmm, dishing mm-hmm. out yeah. uh, punishment, you know, willy-nilly. Um, it, it goes back to a holiness and and that's the opportunity to, to share that and teach that and show someone that which mm-hmm. I mean Agreed. I'm still trying I mean yeah. not like I've got a great handle on it I'm sitting yeah. there going it's just so it's it's a uh, you know that's admittedly <laughs> I ha- I barely touched yeah. the book of Leviticus oh um, in my formative years as a yeah. as a Christian and even up to recent yeah. time mm-hmm. I just didn't see the 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 gospel parallels in it, but it's all, they're all over the place. And it mm-hmm. gives me chills to even think about. It's mm-hmm. one of the richest examples of an Old Testament mm-hmm. gospel par- hyperlink that there yep. is. Yep, for sure. Mm. For sure. And see, for me, like, it's like I've always had the reverence that, that like, these the Old Testament books really give God, you know, like the the healthy fear of, of worshiping a, an all powerful God, right? And then you, and then in my later life, you're throwing in the grace, you know, of of a loving God, you know, it really dispels all of that. Not not it reverence, should, not yeah, reverence, yeah. But it it goes, you don't want to tick them off, yeah. You know, like we don't we we don't necessarily have to have that, you know, like right. you know that friend that you have, you know, you really like them and you respect them, but they have a hair trigger, yeah. You know, yeah. grace does does that away with that with God, yep. you know? Yeah. Like we, we can, we can have, we can love him and, and know that he loves us, but we also have to have this reverence that they're talking about mm-hmm. in Leviticus because he is that all powerful God and that he can do whatever he wants to with us at any given time. And, and I think to me, this speaks to a deeper issue within the church. Yes. Capital C. Yes. We either people either. They're in one camp or the other. Uh, lean too heavily towards grace mm-hmm. or too heavily towards God is a holy God. We should fear him and God's wrath is going to get you. Yes. I think there are two extremes that most people fall in one of those camps. Mm-hmm. And what I think this series, and I love to get Shannon's input too, is it brings it to the middle. Mm-hmm. The, yes. To me, it brings it to the middle. I need to I need to have both parts of this. I need to have a healthy fear and honor of the Lord so that I don't trample grace. So that I don't take advantage. So don't abuse grace. Yes, so that I don't take that I don't, you know, scripture speaks of not trampling grace. Mm-hmm. And really the way to not trample grace is is to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Yeah. I you are God and I am not. You you could destroy me if you wanted to and yet you chose to have mercy on me through Jesus Christ. That, to me, is the weight of the God. Like, that's the that's healthy the, balance we the, live in. Yeah, that's the gospel. And so, therefore, I'm overjoyed and I'm released mm-hmm. from the burden. But you have to understand it. But you have to understand it. Mm-hmm. And yet, what happens is, if I fully understand grace and God's holiness, then I walk in that and I, I live a, a more set-apart life. Yes, my actions start to um, take on that character, that nature, right? Mm-hmm, Instead mm-hmm. of just being like, "Oh, I'm I'm afraid of the consequences, so I'm gonna I'm gonna straighten up." That was no, that's kind of Old Testament pre Jesus. Yeah, 
but you can't go the other direction either where you say, Oh, grace is going to cover it. I love Jesus. Like, you know, what, you know, I, I, I pretty much can, you know, people say this, but I, I just do what I want and I'll just go get forgiveness. I'll later. apologize later. No, I, I, I would venture to say like someone who has that thinking might not <laughs> know Jesus to mm-hmm. begin with. Yeah. 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 So because you don't have a full grasp of right. who he is. Right. Right. I, to me, it's the balance of those uh-huh. two things that where the, the Christ follower, we, where I'm have striving to live. to live. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and I think when we only understand one half of that concept is when we really come under fire from the enemy, you know, yeah. like that's, because if you if you only live in the grace camp, that's when like people come poke holes at you with like the wrath of God stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Or if you live in the wrath side, you won't people come stab you like with the grace stuff. And what about all this other stuff? But it, you you really don't have a leg to stand on until you understand both. Yep. N- neither neither is a healthy place to be. Right. Right. N- neither is fully accurate either. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because because we live after the cross yes the grace is not cheap grace is not cheap i love that like <laughs> we're, we're talking cheap. about uh shannon <laughs> being in the middle of you know, most christians fall in one camp or oh the yeah other. oh yeah for the sure either yeah. god is a holy god and he will strike you down mm-hmm. if you mess up yep you're, you're out. done you're yep. out and then then there's the willy-nilly grace side that mm-hmm. says oh i can do what i want i mean yep. grace is going to cover all and and neither are healthy Mm-hmm. Right, it's not even the complete picture. Like we're, I think to me the Leviticus series has brought me a little bit more to the middle, mm. to mm-hmm. live in the balance of God is a holy God. We deserve nothing He gives, and yet He gave it through Christ. And mm-hmm. so I'm free from, I'm free from a lot of stuff. Therefore, there is Therefore, no condemnation. There is, yeah, for those Romans who are 8. in Christ yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, and because of that, I'm free to worship. I'm free to, mm-hmm. I'm free to live set apart, a set apart life. Mm-hmm. Not I'm obligated to do it. Yes, I am. But that's not the way I think of it. Mm-hmm. It's I'm, an act of worship. It's an act of worship because of what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. So I'll spend, try to spend the rest of my life living that out in a, in a grateful way. Yeah. And yet having a healthy honor and fear of a holy God. Amen. Yes. Right, so the ba- we're talking about the balance, yeah, right? Yeah. Trying to, I think the Leviticus series is about ba- is, is brings which that is why to life. We yeah. keep saying, you know, like I know with Portal, you guys are going through Hebrews. I know, like uh, Drew, and he he meets with uh, Justin Haskin, like they're reading it. Um, but it's like one of the things I've said. I think I don't know if you said it Sunday, but I know you've said it. Is like, hey, we need to read Hebrews. You read Hebrews while you're reading this, and and a lot of other New Testament stuff. But it, it's such a good. Uh, it's, it is a fulfillment. I yeah. mean, Hebrews fulfills Leviticus. Yeah. All those gaps of, mm-hmm. well, God's just being a jerk right here. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, yeah. but thank you, Lord, yeah. for the grace that allows me to make that comment. Um, but, like, that's <laughs> Case the, in point. The, the, the mindset, and yeah. yet yeah. it's the fulfillment. It's uh, it's all about when, Jesus. When we see the full picture, Shannon, I don't think we can. I don't think a human heart who who sees it sees it for what it is can say, God, oh, you're being unfair. It brings us. It should bring us. We to go. Our knees. You know what? What you you are right in what you say. Mm-hmm. Like David used to say, right? You are right in what you say. <laughs> you are right in what you do. It, it, if we I can e, even understand, i.e., you could do away with me, and 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 I would deserve it, and yep. yet you did not. Like mm-hmm. you, here I am. Yep. And here I stand in grace. Mm-hmm. And so there's that deal to me. It gives me chills thinking about like that. So that's great fuel for. I'm thinking as a worship person that's great fuel for worship Oof. right yeah. yeah that ought to fuel it 
you know so wow um, that's a lot it's a lot can't one more thing yeah can't talk about priesthood without talking about the great high priest mm, jesus yes and just like how all of that in these middle chapters of leviticus set up sets up yes that perfect priesthood the yep. perfect stand in the perfect representative yes. between god and man which you know the levites were like oh this is i mean you would think like okay this is wonderful <laughs> Someone down the line, so, there were Jewish people when Jesus came along and realized he was going to be the great high priest. Oh, thank goodness, of all I'm time, off the hook. We're like, <laughs> wow, finally, because I can this retire has been, now. Some 12, this has been tough. Yeah, Some twelve yeah. year old boy was like, "Good, I didn't want to do that Oof. anyway." Yeah. yeah. Speaking of tough, like I wonder how how much faking it you have to do mm-hmm. as a flawed human to be a holy set apart priest for all those hundreds of years well i guess it and, just and depends it comes to the the heart doesn't it it does because yeah. you could fake it because we all know how to do that we can all fake being a high priest a priest we yeah. have to be a high we'd be a low priest yeah. you know yeah. but like we can fake it but like what's in the heart of it because yeah. that's oof. and aaron's not the only priest that failed throughout the ages mm-hmm. i'm sure that we don't have stories of that we don't yeah. have record of it but i'm sure he's the tip of the iceberg yeah. when it comes to the, the levite tribe yeah yeah you know? i wonder how many people got pulled on that rope oh man oh th- to pull them out of there in case yeah. something went wrong yeah yeah, yeah. I, another thing for another time but how about you know the fact that levite the levite tribe was the one that was set apart and yet because it that tribe sort of became tarnished mm-hmm. god chose another tribe to bring jesus out of yeah. we can't even go there but like judah being the yes. alternate <laughs> being the i, I don't want to say the the um second option because god knew before the foundation world what was yeah, yeah but like so think about that for a minute like god going another direction because man failed you know and yet he didn't go another direction. that that was the plan that was the, the plan start. the whole yeah, time so yeah. anyway oh uh, Wow. Fun times. Well, thank you. Uh, Try to grasp that. I mean, that. Yeah. yeah. Grace, grace, and more grace. Grace, grace, grace God's God. grace. Yep. <laughs> there, we, should, we should do a duet sometime. Let's do it. This duet. <laughs> um, well, I don't, yeah. Thank you. That was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Anything else we want to mention before we wrap up today's? Uh, we just want to plug Porch Fest. If you don't it's have plans be so fun. on October thirtieth, you yeah. do now. It's really going to gonna be fun. I mean, Starting we've done... to feel like fall out there too. I know. Yeah. And like, thanks, we've, Ian. We've done something Thanks, like this before, Ian. but um, you know, we've got some more more things this year. You know, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Like, we really want our community to come out, and we really want. Uh, and this is the deal with that. When we say we want our community to come out, we really want our people to invite those in our community who would maybe not really want to come to church because they yeah. have some bad juju about it, but they will come to a fall festival and a petting zoo and funnel cakes and throw some axes. Yeah. And then they'll meet some people who are Jesus followers and they realize we're not all complete weirdos. And they're like, maybe I will come and find out more about this place. That's mm-hmm. right. That's the whole point. That's, yep. I love it. That's my real, real, uh, in-depth version of it no I, I, that's exactly I'm what i'm hanging out i mean that's exactly why we out. do stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure sure 
All right. Well, we and will. Justin's um, going to judge the hottest chili contest. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, I did. I have already asked a few. My father-in-law was super excited, so he's a judge, and Randy DeCudre so far are chili Ooh. judges. And there's going to be different categories, so it might be like a sweetest chili or hottest chili or. So can can everybody have on hand a, a ice cold two liter Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, no, no. You got to get them in case get the chilies put some mouth on fire. You got to get the ice ghost cream. Pepper chili. Ice cream, remember? Oh, ice cream, baby. That's the way when to go. When are y'all doing your next Blue ghost Bell. pepper? Bluebell challenge. You and never. <laughs> Just kidding, I, I, I think the chili cook the door is, is going to be the next. The door is slightly cracked open. Uh-huh. Light is coming through, but it, it's almost. It's got to be. It's got to be worth it. Gotcha. Got and this isn't it. Yeah. This isn't no, it. Well, I won't rub my eyes. I guarantee you that. Golly, that was awful decision. Oh. Well, hey, Justin, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, always good. Always Absolutely. good stuff. So, um, hey, porch community, thanks for being a part of today, and we will get with you soon whenever we well we'll see you Sunday yep and then we will talk with you again on the next episode yep y'all have a great week see you bye bye you've been listening to the 167 podcast join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week